Joel 2. Let's open our Bibles to Joel 2. And I am reading from the message version from verse 20, from verse 18. At that, God went into action to get his land back. He took pity on his people. God answered and spoke to his people. Look, listen, I'm sending a gift, grain and wine and olive oil. The fast is over. Eat your fill. I won't expose you any longer to contempt among the pagans. I'll head off the final enemy coming out of the north and dump them in the wasteland. Half of them will end up in the Dead Sea. The other half in the Mediterranean. There they'll rot a stench to, to high heaven. The bigger the enemy, the stronger the stench. Fear not earth. Be glad and celebrate. God has done great things. Fear mm. not wild animals. The fields and meadows are greening up. The trees are bearing fruit again. A bumper crop of fig trees and vines. Children of Zion, celebrate. Be glad in your God. He's giving you a teacher to train you how to live right. Teaching like rain out of heaven, showers of words to refresh and nourish your soul, just as he used to do. And plenty of food for your body, silos full of grain, casks of wine and barrels of olive oil. I'll make up for the years of the locusts, the great locust devastation, locust savage, locust deadly, fierce locusts, locusts of doom, the great locust invasion I sent your way. You'll eat your fill of good food. You'll be full of praises to your God, the God who has set you back on your heels in wonder. Never again will, people, will my people be despised. you know without question that I'm in the thick of life with Israel, that I'm your God. Yes, your God, the one and only real God. Never again will my people be despised. And that's just the beginning. After that, I will pour out my spirit on every kind of people. Your sons will prophesy, also your daughters. Your old men will dream. Your young men will see visions. I'll even pour out my spirit on the servants, men and women both. I'll set wonders in the sky above and signs on the earth below. Blood and fire and billowing smoke. The sun turning black and the moon blood red. Before the judgment day of God, the day tremendous and awesome. Whoever calls... Help God gets help. On Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there will be a great rescue, just as God said, included in the survivors are those that God calls. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. Amen. And Amen. Father, we just thank you, O oh God, for your word this morning. Um, we thank you, Father, for um, being intentional about us. We thank you because in this time and in this season, Lord, you are sending us teachers, O oh God, to train us on how to live right. You are teaching us, Lord. Your word says like rain out of heaven, showers of words to refresh and nourish our souls. Father, we pray this morning that as your word comes, that your spirit will teach us, Lord, and will shower us. Yes, Lord, because this is prayer rain. Lord, we ask that you would shower us and refresh us, Lord, with the rain and the abundance of your word. Father, nourish our souls this morning, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your name be praised and let your name be glorified. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Good morning, Amen. good afternoon, good evening from wherever you're joining this beautiful day. Uh, my name is Stephanie and um, 
I would like to invite our minister for today. Her name is Anna. Anna, I don't want to murder your last name. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Anna is joining us from LA, California this morning. Um, thank you, Anna, for joining us. Um, oh my so God. please take it away. Thank you. I'm so honored. Thank you, Stephanie. Uh, my brothers and sisters, hello, good morning, good afternoon, mm -hmm. and good evening. Good and so, I, like Stephanie says, my name is Anna, and I am humbled to serve you here on Prayer Rain, day number 18 from Los Angeles, California. I would first like to honor Elohim, the great I am, our King. Um, for this opportunity, um, Pastor Issy and Pastor Stephanie, for asking me to step out and lead today's topic, which is summoning to realignment. That's summoning to realignment. So, Lord, here I am. You said when I show up, you, Lord, will show out and reveal your glory. I ask you, Father God, for you to come right now to every one of us on this call and all those attached to prayer reign and manifest your tangible presence and teach mm -hmm. us, Lord God, your heart on this subject, not by my might, but by your spirit. Amen. We thank you for this divine appointment. We thank you that you have called us. We thank awesome. you for the deepening of our relationship with you. Amen. So, Psalm 27, four says, one thing I ask from the Lord this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Lord, we want to just dwell in the house of you, in the house of you. So we thank you for the provision of today's word yes, that will shift us into who we are in you. Our beautiful Holy Spirit, we invite you to come dwell with us and touch us. Come Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Okay, amen. so, amen. And so today, um, summon to realignment. I'm going to, the, the three topics I'm going to go over is um, personal realignment, ecclesia realignment, and global realignment. Um, so when I first looked up the word alignment, alignment means... It's a noun, so it's an arrangement of items in a straight line. The synonyms of alignment is order, arrangement, and sequence. Okay, so um, we see in Genesis chapter one, I'm just gonna summarize over it, that in the very beginning, the very pneuma or the breath of God in his creation is in an orderly fashion, like the, he just did everything in order. This alignment, of course, is the order of things. In contrast, realignment means, it's a verb, action, to bring it back into alignment, to put back in proper order, or to act, the act of um, restoring or changing to a previous position. So, in Genesis 11, I'm going to read the Tower of Babel because this is where the Lord led me. So um, I'm reading out of the Passion Translation, the Tower of Babel. Now, everyone at that time spoke a single language with one vocabulary. As people migrated eastward, 
They found a large plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. They said to one another, come, let us unite and make bricks of clay and burn them until they become hard. So they piled up the bricks they made to serve as stones and collected tar for mortar. Then they said, come, let us begin work to build ourselves a city with a lofty tower that rises into the heavens. We'll make a name for ourselves, a monument to us, instead of being scattered all over the earth. But when Yahweh came down to see the city and the tower which mortals had started building, he said, if they have begun this as one people sharing a common language, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language and prevent them from understanding each other. So Yahweh scattered them over the entire earth and they stopped building their city. That is why the city was called Babel because it was there that Yahweh confused the language of the whole world. And from there, the people were scattered over the face of the earth. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. So, um, so what the Lord was showing me in this instance right here, when he said in, in the beginning, it says, now everyone at that time spoke a single language. There was one language. There was um, unity. There was one. Um, but then, and he was showing me that he is the maker of the stone. God is the creator, the maker of stones. But man is the one who makes the bricks. Man was making the bricks, it says here, out of mortar and the stone. Um, but what the Lord had shown me was that when they were building the tower, the bricks could represent a whole lot of things in our lives. The bricks could represent offenses. Um, it could, you know, it could be a whole lot of things. Offenses, uh, mindsets, old mindsets, um, and, and just, uh, just life, you know, disappointments, what have you. And when you start building this tower, you're building around yourself and it's keeping you kind of blocked from being able to move um, with the with the Holy Spirit. And so I think it, it it's beautiful how he says over here um, when Yahweh came down to see that the people started building. He said if if these people were, sh you know, sharing this common language, it, nothing will be impossible to, for them. He's saying if we continue to build things in our lives, we're going to do things that we think were done by our own hand. And who needs God? Um, so back in Genesis, I think that's also a beautiful story of how he says everything, um, you know, realignment is about coming back to the way it was in the beginning. So he's realign, realigning. And when he comes down, when he's coming down to break those things in our lives, those bricks that we are maybe we knowingly or unknowingly know about, he's coming down in his goodness. Um, he's he's going to break them down. So which um, so it doesn't form a tower around us. And it says, because you, he is our mighty tower. In Psalm 61, verse 1 through 3, I'm going to get there really quick. 
sorry, Psalm 61. And again, I'm reading out of the Passion Translation. Yeah. 61, one, oh, 61. So, oh God, hear my prayers. Listen to my heart's cry. For no matter where I am, even when I'm far from home, I will cry out to you for a father's help. When I'm feeble and overwhelmed by my life, guide me into your glory where I am safe and sheltered. Sheltered, that word right there, um, even in Psalms 91, whoever dwells in the shadow should I is hidden in the strength of the God most high. Like we're under his shelter. He is our shelter. Like we don't need to build the bricks and mm -hmm. cut ourselves off from him. He is our shelter. So we dwell and we can run to him. And that's what this is saying. So, um, so our first prayer point is we're going to praise him, um, to come to him in prayer and thanksgiving. The first prayer would be thank um, the God for realigning um, our lives with his will. Amen. The second prayer point will be reveal um, to our spirit the bricks that he wants us to take down. Um, let him reveal that so that we can flow in holiness with him. And uh, the, the third point is to reveal the truth that what we need to replace the old brick with, with his truth. Um, so we want to pray that. Um, and we want to praise him like his, his train fills the temple. You know, his train fills that entire so holy his train fills the temple. Let our praises be lifted up and fill the temple. So um, let's mute, um, unmute our mics and just pray those Father, three prayer points. Jesus, so, we give you praise, oh God. Yes, Father God. So thank, thank you, Lord, you, for realigning our life to be one with your will. Father, thank you for revealing to our spirits the bricks that you want us to take down so we can flow in holiness with you. We thank you for creating us for um, one with you. We reveal to us the truth that we need to replace the old bricks in our lives so that we can move forward. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord.
Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, God. Amen. Thank you, God. So thank you, Lord God, for just the realignment in our lives, for um, our personal personal realignment, Lord, any areas we really thank you. Thank you, Father God. So the second thing um, we're going to go over is realignment of the Ecclesia, realignment of the Ecclesia. So now that New Jerusalem will not be, um, uh, okay, sorry. So now that New Jerusalem um, will come together and we're um, going through the process as the Lord heals us. Um, He's saying here in 1 Peter 2, four through six. Again, I'm going to go in the um, Passion Translation. And it says, so keep coming to him who is the living stone. The church of um, the church is built on Christ, the living stone through uh, though he was rejected and discarded by men, but chosen by God and is priceless in God's sight. Come and be his living stones who are continually being assembled into a sanctuary for God. For now you serve as holy priests, offering up spiritual sacrifices that he readily accepts through Jesus Christ. For it says in scripture, look, I lay a cornerstone in Zion, a chosen and priceless stone, and whoever believes in him will certainly not be disappointed. I love how he expresses that, you know, in Ephesians also we're seated in heavenly places. We already have that seat. So um, I'm really excited about that. But but because God is the maker of stones, he is raising up his temple using the living, living stones, which is us in union with him. And we share his nature for he is the living stone. And so we come together serving as holy priests. It says in Revelation 1, 6, it says right here in 1, 6. Thanks, you guys, for hanging out. Okay, 1, 6, it says right here. Why can't I see that? 
Do you want me to read it for you? Can you? I'm like, wait, where did it go? Yeah, can you get it? <laughs> I'm like, wait. Revelation 1 6. Yes, please. Okay. Um, let me see. New King James. Um, it says, and has made us kings and priests to, to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. 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 So um, he's raising up. It's just like how um, every single week, I mean, every single day, how the Lord is like raising up this remnant. We are that remnant. We are the stones. And even in Revelation, it talks about the depth of all these beautiful stones. We are, we are that, we are those beautiful stones. And so the prayer point for um, the, for this. Okay. Yes. Um, the prayer point for this is, again, let's um, thank God that he's raising up the remnant of stones and bringing to order the new Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. We also want to pray that um, he sends out the angels to realign the ecclesia to order mm -hmm. uh, the way he designed it before the foundation of the world. And then the third prayer point is, let us pray the full armor of God over the Ecclesia, the Ephesians mm. 6, so mm. that they can be guided to their positions in the body. Um, so let us unmute and start praying. Jesus. Jesus. So, Father God, thank you so much, Father God. You are raising up the remnant of stones yes. and bringing order to the new Jerusalem, Father God. Thank you, God, that you send out your angels for the aligning the ecclesia to order the way that you designed for the foundation of the world. And thank you, God, for the we the full armor of every single day Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you. Goodness. Okay. So the fire, like, wow. I don't know if you guys are getting, um, you feel his presence, but I sure do. So, um, so, okay. So yeah, the, the, the last one, realignment to global revival. The Lord, when I was asking the Lord about this, the vision that he spoke to me, um, what he showed me is um, actually the military. And I, I only, I only know what I, you know, I don't know the depths of it, but I know what I saw. So what he showed me is like the um, first there's, there's the military Well, here in the States, it's the army and they're on, they're on the ground. And so they have the military tanks and they're on foot. Um, and then he also showed me um, that, you know, the people on the foot could be forerunners um, for the church, you know, like John the Baptist are just on the ground, you know, going up ahead, doing the work on the ground. And then he showed me the Navy, which is um, the military out in the seas. Um, and that was the vision of, you know, the intercessors, um, you know, anybody in spirit, like they just work out in the spirit realm. And then also, I mean, we all do, but he was just showing me that. And then the other one is the Air Force. And the Air Force could be Sears, you know, they're sitting in their planes ready to go. But the whole entire vision of what he said is we're all in different um, types of parts of the military, but we have one commander, which is God himself. And when we're in positions globally all around the world, we are fighting, we might just be fighting, you know, in our, like, you know, the Navy serves with the Navy people, and then the Air Force is with the Air Force, but, and we have different focuses, but again, when the commander says go, you know, everyone does their thing, and so um, I love that here, you know, how it has on prayer ring, 2 Timothy 2, 4, no one Sir, um, no one serving in the military gets mixed up in civilian matters for his aim is to please our commanding officer. Um, I love that because, you know, that's ultimately what, where we're going. Um, and it's a revival of, of the nations through um, 
just being positioned. Um, but it's also what in this, also in the season, what I feel is like our relationship with God is like deepening, like uh, the fire that we're going through, um, the pruning, taking them down the bricks, everything is um, the Lord. Uh, he loves us so much. He's just breaking all these things, taking it off. So, and our relationship with him is like just strengthening even more. So, um, so here I just want to, um, and, and I, I have to definitely be transparent. I mean, when Pastor Issy and Pastor Stephanie had asked me to do this this evening, I was like, uh, <laughs> but of course I see also, I know the Lord is saying, step up, you know, step up. And while I want to say, oh, my goodness, like, can I do this? And, you know, I, I, I've heard, you know, other people, you know, go through that. It's like, how do you say no to God? You know, I, I could not. I just could not. I was like, okay, Lord, you know, I, I'm going to step out in faith. And he said to me, if you just step out, if you step out and meet me, I will meet you. You just have to show up. You just have to show up. But that's the whole thing about what we've been doing about summoning his army. He's going to call us <laughs> and your response, you know, the, the posture of your response is, you know, we have to say, yes, he chose us. We're a chosen people. Like in even Isaiah, you know, I chose you. I chose you. We're chosen. Even um, Ephesians were seated in heavenly places like the Lord already had um, before the foundation of the world. He already chose us. And so the call <laughs> being summoned when you get called, just go say yes. And he'll be he'll be with us. So, um, yeah, I can say I, I'm sitting at peace right now <laughs> and I'm I'm praying blessings over you guys um, that somewhere my sheep hear my voice. And I, I pray that the Lord has spoken to you um, this evening in this teaching somewhere, <laughs> like he's resonated his spirit to your spirit. Um, but let us Amen. pray that um, we all step up when the call comes. Um, that we're just going to say yes and amen. Lord, I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> but I'm going to say yes. And I trust you. I trust mm -hmm. you and you're going to guide us. And then there's a whole symphony and the whole entire military. We're mm -hmm. all working as one, one with Jesus. You know, we mm -hmm. are the military and we also um, have the air force of the army angels like they fly by us and we don't see them but they are with us so um i just want to um again lift up praises to fill the temple so powerfully mm -hmm. thank you lord god that you sent angels to be with us that when you call us forth when you um you summon us you're saying you you're drafting us yeah. into the army that we're, yes. we're not going to be afraid because you don't give us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind yes. that we're just going to answer the call. And you thank yes. you. And we're also going to thank him that we already, he already equipped us to do yes. this. Yeah. He already equipped us. So we're equipped like me sitting yes. here. He he's flowing. So, and I, and I thank him for that because you know, so just, so thank you, Lord, that we're going to um, answer the call. Thank you, Lord, mm. that he sends angels and thank him 
that we serve, that he chose us before the foundation yes, of the world. Yes, so yes, let us yes, just yes, pray yes. that. So um, I thank you, Father God. Thank you, O God, for what you're doing. Thank you, O God, for preparing us. Thank you, O God, for taking us to work. Thank you, Lord. 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 So, so thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much. Um, I would just love to bless each and every one of you, my brothers and sisters. I pray that I see you someday. I know I'm called to come visit your country someday, so I can't wait to meet you all. But um, I would like to just bless you all with the blood of Jesus and cover your home mm -hmm. with Psalm 91. No. If that's okay, if I can read that over you guys. Absolutely, um, please. Yes, and um, Father, okay, so Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I know right now, um, Lord, it's such a, the air is so pregnant with your spirit. So Father God, 
let us be a people who are quick to listen to your voice, but slow to speak. Guard our words because they have power to heal or curse. And so, Father, hold our tongues, you know, if we, you know, hold it or let it let your um, heart flow, um, because we are people who um, just really just honor you and honor what you're doing in and through the earth. Father God, I just I pray Psalm 91 when you sit enthroned under the shadow of Shaddai. You are hidden in the strength of the God most high. He is the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy and he will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have a fear of spirit, a fear or, or fear of spirit of darkness coming against you. Do not fear a thing, whether by night or by day demonic danger will not trouble you nor will the powers of evil launch against you even in a time of disaster with thousands and thousands being killed you will remain unscathed and unharmed you body of christ will be a spectator as a wicked perish in judgment for they will be paid back for what they have done when we live our lives within the shadow of God most high, our secret hiding place, we always will be shielded from harm. How yeah. then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they will be there for you and keep you from stumbling. You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest power of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you have delighted in me, body of Christ, as my great lover, I will greatly protect you. I will set you in a high place, safe and secure before my face. I will answer your cry Amen. for help every time you pray and you will find and feel my presence. Even Amen. in your time of pressure and trouble, Amen. I will be your glorious hero and give you a feast. You Amen. will be satisfied with a full life and with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Psalm 91, I speak that Amen. over you and let the ecclesia rise. Amen. And I am honored to uh, be side by side with all of you. Bless you guys all. And thank you so much. Bless you all. Bless you all. Amen. 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 God bless you, Anna. Thank you. Thank you so much for that, um, that word. Um, you know, what you said about um, courage and, you know, just showing up and, um, you know, when you show up, God shows out the words that he spoke to you. Um, also looking at the Tower of Babel and saying um, how the, um, 
there were a people that were building a standard onto themselves, yeah. you know, and we see how God, we see how God um, repurposed that. We see how God then realigns the minds of people, the minds of his church, you know, the minds of his army um, in Acts 2. The, 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 that's the scripture that talks about the Pentecost. Um, and then we see how the spirit came, came with a sound from heaven, a rushing mighty wind, you know, and, you know, there we, we see in that scripture that everyone started to speak according to one voice. Everyone started to speak according to one language. Yeah. And there were people from all all parts of the world, the people that had been previously scattered, you know, the world that had been previously scattered and broken into different fragments and different sections and different places. We see that the Bible now says that they were realigned in language. They were realigned in understanding. Right. We were seeing people saying to, um, you know, saying to themselves, I know this man, he's not, you know, he's not my tribesman. How is he able to, to speak my language? This is a, this is a perfect depiction of what realignment looks like, you know, and in this season, God is giving us the language for lack of a better word, the language of the Babylonian. So we are able to break into, you know, these circles. We are able to break into, break through whatever barrier it is that may have stood in the way so that the spirit of the Lord can minister to the people. And it wouldn't, you know, as his church, we are not just limited to the pulpit. In fact, the Lord is redefining what the pulpit is in this time and in this season. And we're seeing that the pulpit is not just, you know, standing in the church. In fact, that order of church has been disrupted because um, with everything that happened, the shaking that happened this year, church as we have known it is not the same you know so god is establishing pulpits in people god is establishing systems in people by the by the leading of his spirit and we see all through ezekiel 37 which is our anchor scripture ezekiel 37 that at every point where the lord you know where the prophecy is released then we see the breath of god is also released the ruach of god is also released so god is releasing his breath you know upon everyone that he's sending he's releasing his breath and it is the breath that gives life. It is the breath that brings substance. It is the breath that brings, you know, um, um, that brings the power. It is the breath that makes the difference. And he's releasing this breath upon every commission, upon everything that he's ordaining in this time. So best believe that if you have been enlisted in his army, the breath of God is being released over you, you know, so that in itself should give you courage. We also see how Peter who previously was so timid and was so afraid that he denied Jesus three times. Here we see Peter. The Bible says Peter standing up with the 11, raised his voice and said to them, you know, so this was someone who, you know, this we see in Peter's life a perfect depiction of um, a personal revival, a personal realignment. You know, God then, you know, repurposes um, or, or reworks everything that his life had been, you know, back to the initial plan of what he had for him. When Jesus told him, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Um, um, now, now we see that Peter begins to walk in his call because the spirit of God is released upon him, you know, um, and so this should encourage us. You see, um, as Anna said, when she she had told me that when we had told her, oh, that we, you know, we were inviting her to um, 
minister on prayer in, you know, there was that thing of, oh God, you know, are you sure I'm the one, you know, and all of that. But beyond all of that, it is a case of Lord, not my will, you know, but, you know, when you call me, I would respond. And that must be our mindset in this season. This is not to say that um, we... As Pastor Isi said, you know, and a couple, I've heard a couple of people say it, courage is not the absence of fear, but it is, you know, stepping out regardless of whatever fear may seem, whatever, whatever fear you may be faced with. And by the time you face the fear, then you demystify it. But it's when you shrivel back and you run away from the fear, it stays as fear. You're never able to understand it. You're never giving yourself the opportunity to shine light on it, you know. Um, and so I just want to encourage us you know, in this season that as the Lord calls us, in fact, the summoning, um, the enlistment that God is doing in this season is dependent on how we respond to his summon. So we must not wait for ourselves to be the most qualified. We must not wait for ourselves to be, you know, the most, um, the most experienced in whatever it is the Lord is calling us to do. In this season, I feel, I, I sense that God is even raising you know, calling amateurs. And the reason why he does that is because it is his breath that makes the difference. There's a place for experience and there's a place for expertise, but there is the spirit of God, you know, um, and, and, and that scripture in Job that says there's a spirit in a man and the inspiration of the almighty gives him wisdom. This is the season. This is the dispensation of the wisdom of God to be established, you know, through his people. So we must give God the room to be God. All we need to do is launch out. All we need to do, like Noah, <laughs> you know, just get up and say, Lord, if you're asking me to build this ark, I'm willing and I'm ready. Um, and I just, you know, I want to, I just want to encourage each and every one of us. Don't be afraid. Be strong, you know, um, and have courage. Let your strength come from God. As you pray, as you sit in scriptures, as you study the word, as you repeat the words, you know, that you hear from, from the recordings, from the word of God, even if throughout this season, all your studying is Ezekiel 37 let the life um, let the life of the spirit that is embedded beneath each word let it come alive for you you know allow your spirit to soak up everything that God is saying to you in this season and your life will not be the same you know so um I just pray over everyone. Um, as Anna has, pr has prayed, I just release, you know, the covering of the blood of Jesus upon everyone. You see this blood of Jesus that speaks better things. I just pray that the blood will speak courage. The blood will speak strength. The blood will cover. The blood will protect. The blood will provide. The blood will heal for each and every one of us in the mighty name of Jesus. The blood will release the voice of God upon each and every one of us. We will not hack into the voice of the enemy that may be telling us that we are not qualified, that may be telling us that we are not worthy. We pray in the name of Jesus that it is the voice of the blood that we would hear, the redemptive power of the blood. We will continue to hear that we have been redeemed by God. It is our redemption song that we would hear in our ears. It is our redemption song that we would hear in our hearts. In the mighty name of Jesus, no lie of the enemy is permitted to plague us. In the mighty name of 
Jesus. We are reminded of our citizenship in heaven, and therefore we are reminded of the of the help that we have from Zion. We are reminded that we are we, we are in good company. We are reminded that there are seven thousand others who have not bowed their knees to bow. We are reminded that God is in the midst of us, and therefore we shall not fail. We are reminded of the promises and the word of God. We are reminded of every word He has spoken to us in private. We are reminded of every testimony that we have received from him. We are reminded of the goodness of God. We are reminded of the intent of God. We are reminded of the hearts of the Father towards us. We are reminded that we are his army. We are reminded that we have been called for such a time as this. We are reminded, oh God, that we have been empowered by the breath of your spirit. We are reminded that we are being realigned in this season. We are reminded that we are not without help. We are reminded that there is deliverance for us. We are reminded of your truth. And so, Father, this morning, you know, even praying according to the whole armor of God, because that was one of the things Anna spoke about. What I see, what I hear in my spirit is the belt of truth. The belt of truth, because it is the belt that holds the whole garment together. And so, when the enemy tries to come in like a flood, when he tries to bring those lies, the belt of truth, the belt of truth is girding and guiding us in the name of Jesus, the truth of God, the truth of his word is being released over us by the speaking voice of the blood. And so the voice of the blood reminds us of the truth that is in Christ Jesus. And upon this truth, everything holds together. Nothing about us will fall apart. Nothing about us will fall apart in the name of Jesus. We are gathered together. We are gathered together unto him. We are built, built up by him. The, 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 the plan of the enemy to break us down shall not, shall not stand in the name of Jesus because the truth of the word of God, the truth of the spirit of God is holding us together. The truth of the word of God is giving us stability. It is giving us strength to stand in the day of battle in the mighty name of Jesus. Our strength will not fail because our strength is hinged on the truth, the belt of truth, the belt of truth in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because truth is our weapon, truth is our guide, truth is our light. The truth that is Christ Jesus himself. We experience Christ Jesus himself today. In Jesus' precious name, we thank you, O God. And we give you room for your spirit to breathe. Breathe, Holy Spirit. Breathe upon these slains and let it receive life. Let, 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 there be, let there be a resuscitation. Yes, Lord, I hear in my spirit that the realignment also looks like a resuscitation. It's like a breath-to-breath, mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Resuscitate us, O oh God, by your spirit. The way you resuscitated the 12, the way you resuscitated the, 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 the disciples, O oh God. Father, the way you resuscitated Peter and gave him strength, O oh God, when your spirit came upon him. Resuscitate us today. Resuscitate your church, resuscitate your ecclesia, resuscitate our minds, oh God, resuscitate us by the breath of your spirit, oh God. Resuscitate us, oh God. Oh 
Amen. Amen. What I see, what I see um in my in my spirit is okay, so there was this thing they taught us in high school. I don't know if it's chemistry or if it's I think it's chemistry. Okay, I don't know which one it is, but um, the process of of refining crude oil, right? And then it's like, a, uh, is it a refinery or a distillery? I see the diagram, but my, maybe my language may be getting it mixed up. But essentially, it goes in as crude. And then by the time it is refined, by the time it goes through the process of refining, it is then distilled and dispensed into different substances so it may go in as crude oil but then there's gas released at the end of the process there is fuel released at the end of the process there is diesel released at the end of the process there are different products that come out of what went in as crude and so i hear the spirit of the lord saying to us that we have come to it's like a a refinery um it's like we have come to a refining factory and we may have come in as crude but he is giving us the wisdom to be able to distill and dispense everything he has placed in us, you know, um, to different aspects and different sectors of our lives that will be um, useful on the earth. Essentially, we are talking about a global revival and how God is positioning the church, you know, to be his agents of revival. And so the Lord is saying that he mm -hmm. is bringing out different expressions from each and every one of us in this time and in this season that will be useful on the earth. He is causing us to distill and dispense everything he's placing in us that we can apply to the different mountains, apply to the different sectors, apply to different industries, apply to different economies. So do not be shocked or do not be amazed when you may be sitting down in your apartment in New York, or you may be sitting down in your apartment in Lekki, or you may be sitting down in in Cross River State or in Kaduna, you know, or wherever, and you get a call from the UN and you get a call from, you know, um, from World Bank and they're saying, we heard of you. You get that email that says, we heard of you. We heard that you have so and so and you do X, Y, Z. And we would like you to come and be a part of this panel. Do not be surprised when you start receiving those phone calls and messages inviting you to seats of power, inviting you to places where mm. decisions are being made. The Lord is doing it. He's doing it. You must believe and you must step out. 
do not give in to fear do not give in to fear you must step out you must trust the lord this is the season like never before where we must trust in the lord lean not on our understanding so do not think that it is your understanding or your intelligence that will bring the solutions the lord has placed it in you but it is until like peter you take that step upon the water that is when you will walk on the water it is until you beckon and answer and you respond to the sermon to the sermon that is when the gifts are going yeah. to be unlocked within That's you right. you know so there is no unlocking mm. if you do not launch out so we yes. must launch out we must cast our net into the deep mm-hmm. even though we may have toiled all night in the past season mm-hmm. just like peter nevertheless oh god at your word i will cast mm-hmm. my net so you see <laughs> it seems like peter is you know his, his life was just telling a story he didn't realize okay. His life was telling a story with his fears, with his doubts, with his insecurities. Everything about Peter's life was telling the story of the resuscitation and the the realignment. And we see how God turned a man's life around. So just keep going. What did Peter do? The one thing he did that was consistent was he kept following the Lord. Keep following the word of God. Keep studying the word. Stay in the word. Just stay in the word. You wouldn't know the day or the time or the hour when the the breath of the spirit will be released, you know, and it would drastically change everything about your life. So brethren, this morning, Mm. if you haven't Mm. heard anything, hear these words, be encouraged, encourage yourself in the Lord be yeah. encouraged mm. and i just release mm. the, the the i release the, the spirit of encouragement upon every one of us every mm. one of us that we would yes. stay encouraged Amen. by the word of god that we are receiving mm. in this time and in this season in mm. jesus precious name we pray mm. Amen. Amen. Amen.